Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brooklyn and Billy Bones Paolo DiCaglio West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together in defeat Good evening, you are listening to Manchester Podcast 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 with me, George and Sean in, in, the, the, studio. in the studio and John. Hi, John. Hello. How are you? I'm really well. How are you? Now, I, I want to know how are oh, you? Yeah, how, how are, are you, you, George? I'm not great. Yeah. Not great. Do you want to tell us why? Here. But you're a, a professional. I've had a. I think I had a, a dodgy chicken wrap from Sainsbury's last night. Yeah. Don't get those. Yeah. Don't. Um. So yeah, but I'm here. You're here. I've pulled through. Yeah. Well, well done. So, lots going on in mm. the news with West Ham. Yeah. Uh, because of the Tottenham match. But, John, you predicted that, didn't you? I did. I said to you on the way up there, we are going to be in the news today. It won't be you're how we play. It will be our fans. You're a wise sage, John. Well, it was pretty obvious with but the old Lazio stuff. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about first. the game first. Yes. So, we got spanked. Um, we didn't turn up. We said before the game again, if we play our best game and they're slightly off the pace, we could do them. But if they play their best game and we're off pace we'll get smashed which we did totally outplayed um, we left at 3-0 was it 75 minutes we left yeah about 75 so we missed like Andy Carroll's yeah. goal <laughs> did you manage to get in the pub before the, the game I know you um, not tweeted there. we didn't go we, that end we, we went to Warren, Warren Street, Street. alright but they um, no we weren't very uh, pe- people like Miger was getting ruined well, he was off after 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. After 30 minutes, Mega went off. Yeah. He was the, it, we were just, I mean, we were holding on in there for the first half and we were a lot of huffing and puffing, but they were, definitely looked like they were well on top. 
And so you didn't enjoy your day out then, John? Oh, I didn't say I didn't enjoy I didn't it. I didn't enjoy it. It was, just like, a right, it was just like an old throwback. It was just like all the old cordons and having to be escorted to and from and things. It was and you didn't go to Hamilton Hall? But that's because you never go to, I guess. Hamilton yeah, Hall? Well. Why didn't you go and join the guys at Hamilton Hall in Liverpool Street? Because we come from a different arse Because we come from London, the other end of London. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, they all got chucked out. out. Sorry. Got yeah, they all got chucked yeah. out, apparently. But yeah, I think we should do that next time. Go up the other end and meet with people. Yeah, because we got we got on the the train or we were getting on the train at was that Seven Sisters. Yeah, and we got told to move up the station because the the back end of the train was full of West Ham fans and they didn't want to mix us all together. Mm. <laughs> so it made us go, laugh. We're <laughs> going. That's all right. Don't mind. <laughs> Whilst we were surrounded by Tottenham, so we didn't say anything. So you missed the Carol goal. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I've seen it You've since. Seen of it course. Since. Yeah, so yeah. Good header. Um, I don't think it was particularly lucky. No, was what have you what got you were talking about, to be fair? What have you got to add about the game being there, John? What about the actual performance? Yeah. Yeah, we were pretty poor. Pretty poor. It was a, sh- it was a shame because it we, we we were right up for it. We've been doing all right. Well, actually, we've been doing more than all right, haven't we? Yeah. Let's face it. And they just played in Europe, and I was hoping that they were have a bit of a European hangover, and we might do them. But isn't this typical West Ham? You know, they, they've, they've lost four games. We think if there's a right time to play Tottenham, it's now. AVB, you know, none of the Tottenham fans seem to like him. Um, calls for him to be sacked. You know, Hughes has already gone. Um, and you think that... What's that going to do? Well, no, the, all right. This, and and Dean <laughs> Mateta. Um, Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Dean Mateo. So <laughs> two, <laughs> two premiership um, <laughs> managers are already gone. Thing? And there was, you know, he's odds on to be the next. And, you know, there was a lot of pressure on him to do it. And everyone thought, well, maybe they can make five games in a row losses. Everyone was up for it and think that there's a time to play them and time to turn them over. This is it. But I think, and you're going to shout me down on this, they treated it like their cup final. And AVB, for once, got the tactics right. I think they found West Ham out now, that we've only got one plan, and suddenly they work out, you know, no, how we, it works we, with Carroll. Before we went up there, we were saying, if you look at it, you've got Lennon and Bale up well, against O'Brien and McCartney. They, they, if they yeah, are, but they've if been they playing were, shit. If they they've were, been playing yeah, shit. But if they the were on their game, game, Bale hasn't. We ain't got a chance. And that's pretty much what ba- happened. Bale had an amazing game. He was there. That's pretty much what he did. And Lennon done really Lennon well. Lennon well. And Defoe. And he Defoe, yeah, Defoe. Was, and he always ups his game. But that that first goal by Defoe, there was three or four opportunities to stop him and we just were nowhere near him. And then the keeper gets beat on his on his near post. It's a, well, let's, let's it talk about the beginning of the game. Pretty so, shit So they hit, they hit the, the, the crossbar after about what? 10 minutes and we were under the cosh for the first 15 but then I thought we settled down a bit and, and we were gone 44 minutes and I'm thinking yeah if we can make it to half time you know nil nil we can we can <laughs> we could squeeze out a draw of this I didn't see a goal coming but I thought you know this all I, I predicted a nil nil draw so and what happened Defoe ran round was it five five I, West Ham uh, players it wasn't that many but it, it was, was four four or five players there was, there was Two really good chances to stop him, and that was, I think it was McCartney, McCartney, who had him out on the left. He'd done McCartney, he came inside, and Noble just watched him go past. But I'm going to say we lost it in midfield, not defenders. I don't blame the defenders. I think they were running at us, and we were, like, scared. 
rabbits in in the headlights, and uh, we were going, just, oh, you know, and they were just running at us, and we paced, didn't know what to they do. Have pace instead, of, they, they did have, have pace. They have pace and and sort of like the ability to go past the player, and we have McCartney and we have O'Brien who are very slow. But it, I mean, it doesn't mean they're not good. I'm just saying they they're just when they come up against players like that, they're going to struggle. So you know, and that's clearly what happened. So. But I think we lost it midfield. I mean, didn't have a good game. We've again. said it before, though. Yeah. We've t- if if our midfield, if them three yeah. don't play Nolan well, didn't have a good game. No, Noble didn't have um, a good game. The army, the army, pretty didn't. poor. Yeah, if they if they don't play well, then the whole team. But let's talk about something that probably you didn't see. So I I was watching a stream. My normal Albanian TV wasn't working, so I had to go <laughs> to another stream. <laughs> but I was listening on. Uh, I had foreign commentary, so I was listening on uh, London Sport as well at the same time. While I was watching the stream, the last ten minutes we played really well. I thought we we were. You, you turned know, into Tony Blackburn then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, they, I thought we played really well. If we'd have played like the last ten minutes for the whole game. I think we could have got something there, whether it be a draw or whatever. But um, we seem to only play in the last 10 minutes. And we got a goal. Um, and maybe Carroll was a bit lucky. It was a looping header, wasn't it? And, you know, did he mean... Well, of course I mean, he meant I, I it. I wouldn't class that as a lucky goal, but... He got a bit of luck on it. I wouldn't say it's lucky. He got a bit of luck on I'm it. I'm glad he got it. Yeah. He got a bit of luck on it. He got a bit of luck on it. So, in terms of stats, we go to the stats? Yes. Uh, we had 65%, no, Tottenham had 65% possession, left us with 35. We had 10 shots with 6 on target, which seems, don't remember that many. And Spurs had 25 <laughs> shots with 13 on target. Yeah. So we were definitely Not outplayed. Uh, it's just that Jarvis one. Yeah, no Jarvis. Put it, yeah. If, yeah, he put it. If he'd have put he it, knew he it, made a mistake. Uh, but he, I don't know if it was his fault as much. It was probably not enough pace not on enough the ball. Pace on Nolan. the ball, I think. Nolan decided. That was the, that was the turning point in the game because straight from that they went and scored their second, and that was it. Game over. Yeah, have a look at who's the top of the West Ham till I die player ratings and who's at the That's bottom. James Tompkins at the top, Andy Carroll, Yussi. Winston and Joey O'Brien and McCartney after that so it shows you the defenders actually everybody thought did an okay yeah. job under under That's a lot of it's just it's just they're, nat- they're naturally not pacey players and uh, look at the bottom yeah Mega absolutely rock bottom he, he, got, he got ruined three. He, he was awful Carton Cole did better than him but only just uh, O'Neill and Diamy and, and and who the army mm. and Taylor and Jarvis, so yeah, it's Sam Allardyce uh, still got middle of the table obscurity vote. But anyway, not anyway, to, move on. Not move on. Let's, move on. Tomorrow, let's talk. All. Let's talk briefly. Stuff briefly, off, yes. off the pitch. You guys were there. You um, guys. I spoke to a number of fans, which I'll talk about afterwards. But let's let's have it from you. Well, we, what did you hear? We were in the upper. Um, we were up in the corner of the upper. We were in the upper. We weren't right in the corner. We were sort of further to the left of the middle. And we were right under the security box. With the camera right With the in the camera our face. right in our face. But, um, no. I mean, I personally, all I heard was Lazio songs, which I knew they were coming. A fair, variant, sort of various variants of the Lazio song. I didn't hear any of the other stuff. And I, I genuinely didn't. You know, yeah. it's not... Adrian saying. Durham says you're a liar, by the way. You know, when he was on yesterday, he said all West Ham fans who didn't hear it are liars. So you're a liar, Adrian, Adrian Durham's job is to make you get angry. annoyed about it. He that, has made me angry. Up. And that's what, he's, that's what he's paid to do. George. And he does it very well. 
George, what did you hear? Uh, I heard all the Lazio songs. It's hard not to. Um, and then when, just before we left, John went to the toilet and he said, come down in two minutes and we'll go. So he went to the toilet and as I walked down to the toilet, I heard the uh, Can We Stab You Every Week song. Yeah. Um, I didn't so hear I didn't hear any of the anti-Semitic I didn't hear any of that. Chance. I didn't hear about the yeah. Adolf Hitler. And, and that is a common view, by the way. I've spoken to probably about 15 fans that are in the upper. All of them said, we heard the Lazio songs, we heard the Stab songs, but we didn't hear any anti-Semitic songs. Not saying it's not happening, because obviously it did happen, because the Sky cameras picked it up. But, uh, you know, the, the they're tasteless songs, not racist songs. So... You know, we know it goes on about Hillsborough. We know it goes on about oh, Busby Bay. The anti-Semitic. I'm not talking. I'm talking about the tasteless ones. I'm talking about the Lazio Lazio, yeah. and stabbing ones that were sung maybe by a lot of people. I also know someone at work who's a member of Spurs club, and he went to the game. He was in the lower opposite the West Ham fans. He heard the Lazio songs. Uh, he heard shushing, not hissing. He said. And he didn't hear any anti-Semitic. What it appears to be is a minority of fans in the lower, close to the West Ham, uh, to the uh, Sky cameras, and maybe the press, were singing these songs. But it's the minority. The minority are morons, and they're being punished. What the press seem to do is going after all West Ham fans. People like Adrian Durham are saying um, Sam should be sacked because he didn't condemn it straight after the thing. And he's come out and said, you know wasn't you know i didn't know what was going on look adrian darren is a twat and a tosser and we all know <laughs> we, he does he just says it for effect he got my blood boiling and i wanted to ring up and spend i don't know five pound a minute talking to him and then i thought no that's exactly what you want adrian but it's not just adrian it's all the papers and yeah adrian adrian um i'm sure you're right you said before the podcast you know it'll be forgotten next week and then move on to another club i hope that's right well our, I our think thing was just the next thing we it was the one after they they were talking about tottenham about how their use of use of certain words the y to, word. yeah to, well, to their club and they're yeah. saying that that's actually racist so they started digging it out before them and we well, just happened to be the next club to come along all right where do we go from there do, do we have to have fa approved chants or lyrics you know i've never sang an anti-semitic song and you know i don't intend to but but it doesn't mean you haven't heard them no it doesn't but it's it's like can i sing a song there's a song about running around tottenham is that allowed well probably not (laughs) but every club has got these songs not necessarily just about tottenham but every club will have a certain song that's it's got well, they would class right. it as, as r- basically wrong to use. All right, we were singing songs about John Terry. What about his mum? Yeah, yeah and his fine. dad. That's is that fine. fine? All right, well, we well, sing. Mum's we sing. Piece. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Not uh, allegedly, is it? Did she get that? Yeah, she, she was probably did. in Tesco's, yeah. and his dad's drug Been dealer. Done, yeah. yeah. Did she um, have allegedly, a coat like dinner? Yeah, dinner yeah, and a coat. But she was running around Tesco's. Is that right? Yeah, that is right. Is, is it right that we're fattest and we call Frank Lampard fat when he's not? No, you only where does sa- it stop? You, Sean, you only say that because of yourself. No, where does it stop? <laughs> I don't know. Where does the line get drawn? Look, we're so, not well, condoning. Anti-Semitic is wrong. We won't join it. We won't condone it on more than just a podcast. Right. But I think it's unfair. West Ham tr- fans have been treated unfair. We've all been tarred with the same brush. And now I'm going to get off my soapbox. Thank you. But so now, are you expecting? Does does this? Is, are we at the state stage of football now, where they've dealt with so much of the hooliganism and all the stuff that we had when we were kids? 
and all that coming through. Are we at the stage now that you cannot say these things and sing these things at football grounds? And are they going to do something about that, it? That seems to be the way. There seems to be in the programme there will be an approved list of songs and chants you're allowed to sing from the FA. Right, so we'll buy Okay. So how, is, how do they deal with that? What do they do? Well, do they put loads of stewards in the grounds? Well, they and film. When people they probably, start singing anything, they probably film they pull all, you out. They probably film all of it, and if they spot you and they do it, you're out. So how many people are going to be pulled out of a ground before well, people stop singing these songs? I don't know. But there's no point in banning the club or, or fining the club or taking points away or banning the club. You've got to pick on the individuals. And I don't know, as fans, do we are we going to turn around at football and say to someone... Stop singing that song, whether it's... No, of course you're not. No, you get a, a thump. Yeah, exactly. But well, I don't know. I don't know how you tackle it. No, it's... it's Stewards. It's, it's two different things, though. You've compared it to the John Terry thing. That's an example of a tasteless... Yeah. ...chant. The racist, anti-Semitic chanting. Yeah. There's no... But all right, so the last question. Way. Should the... That'll ever be allowed. Should Spurs stop calling themselves the Y-word as part of this? And call themselves whatever they want, John. Well, yeah, I mean, I've always been in the opinion that they 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 wear it like a badge of honour, but from well, they again, do. They, this is what they call yeah, themselves. They, they, yeah. they're, they're one yeah. of the biggest songs is Jermaine Defoe. Either, yeah, no, not only that, but they were singing Army. Oh, oh yeah, and also we'll sing what we want. Yeah, they we'll talk them Hotspur. Yeah, we'll sing, sing what, what we want. want. They're also singing like no noise from the Pikey boys. So he's like, yeah, he picked up on that. He yeah, said, so that, that, boys. that could be... He said, that's actually right. I'm going, that's racist. It is, yeah. So Good you know. point. Well, apparently they were singing songs, some people said about Bobby Moore and cancer and talking about peas from Upton P. So, uh, you know, some people have alleged that they were singing racist things. Oh, I see. Yeah. But, yeah, that, but that happens all the time. Yeah, it's... It's part the Bob, of the Bobby Moore one. Where does it tasteless. stop being banter, and when does it stop being? But there, there are people of Jewish origin who find that word offensive. So that's even right. the fact that they use it, they find it offensive. Yeah. That Tottenham use it. But there's a so lot of West Ham fans that are Jewish as well, by the way. And some of them have spoken to me over the last few days, and they do say, "Well, some of it is funny, like the Tottenham song." But when they add F and then the J word, it's offensive. So there is there is a line. But, you know, anyway, let's give no more airtime to this because I think the media have blown it up and I don't want to blow it up any more than it already no, is. I think the media have well blown it up, but they do. That's what they do. Yeah. And that's, that's what they're for. That's yeah, what they're that's, for. You know, they've got time and I still hate you, Adrian Durham. I'm so sure that really bothers him. Yeah. Let's speak to this week's Fan of the Week. Fan of the Week. And we welcome this week our Fan of the Week. It is Richard. Hello, Richard. Hello. Nice to speak to you. You too. Um, Sean, did you want to start the All the way from Taunton. Yeah. Yeah. Must be one of the more madder fans to travel from uh, Somerset to uh, to Upton Park and beyond. Well, let's start. We won't start with any more questions, Richard. Let's start, you know, you were at the game, as George and John were. Tell us about, let's start on the pitch. Let's talk about your day on the pitch and, and what you thought of uh, the game. Yeah, well, I had a bit of a traumatic journey up there because it took me five hours to get from Swanson with all the floods that we had down in Somerset. So uh, I actually arrived uh, five minutes after the game had started. So uh, it, was, it was quite a journey getting there with a £20 taxi ride from uh, 
Liverpool Street Station. So, uh, so yeah. So I arrived um, with five minutes gone. So obviously, I've you know I can't say whether anything was said in the first five minutes. I definitely know that the, the uh, Adolf Hitler song was sung. Um, definitely heard that one. You were in the uh, lower, were you? Yeah, I was in the upper. So in, in the upper stand. So I could definitely hear that that was that that was being sung. And um, you know. Uh, and I've heard that the the two lads that walked out were doing the Nazi salutes, and no different than what I've seen on Twitter from yourself, Sean, and the rest of them. If, if they're going to be stupid enough to do that, then they they get everything that's coming at them. But uh, there's definitely a lot of hysteria, and I, it looks like it's kind of turning into a bit of a, a, a hunt against us, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, um, ho- hopefully, not... hopefully, John was just talking before we started the podcast and said, you know, it'll be forgotten next week, and they'll pick on someone else. I do hope so. Yeah. You know, because this is not a West Ham problem. This is a, a football problem, and it's yeah. you know where there will you know where banter stops and and racism starts, and um, you know football needs to look at itself completely. But I, I don't see that blaming all fans or blaming clubs or penalising or fining the clubs is actually going to help this. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd agree with that, and you know, it's um, <laughs> you're right. It's, it's across all football. I mean. Um, you know, they were given as good as they could get without going into, you know, too much detail. They were going, you know, from our side about Bobby Moore, um, you know, and, and stuff like that. And, and in the heat, heat at the moment, I can't I can't justify or, or condone, condone any of it. But, you know, I'm still a great believer in, like, when I used to play football, you, you have a bit of a tussle on the pitch, whistle blows, game's over, you walk away. So you can't condone the racism side of it or any of that, but... Actually, in the heat of the moment, singing songs and everything, you know, there's lots of songs sung that you could twist and say are sexist, racist or whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's caught well, up in the I moment. Think, uh, from what I heard, a lot of the songs that were being sung, um, you know, maybe by the majority, were tasteless, not racist, and the yeah. minority were singing racist. But uh, let's, let's talk about the game. Um, what did you think of the game? <laughs> let's talk about the stuff on the pitch. Um, I, I, think, I think it's just... We're typical West Ham, you know, when we're, we're on one and we think we're just about to go somewhere, you know, it comes and bites us on the backside, a bit like the, the Wigan game and, and the Stoke to a degree. I think it's, it's true to say that if, if the Army doesn't play well, the rest of the team don't play well. If you look back at all of our games, where he's on fire and playing well, he seems to be the trigger or the, or the catalyst for Nolan to play well, Noble to play well. Um, he, he just didn't turn up, um, really in a very important game for us. You know, it's the one game that you just want to play really well. I remember the Arsenal game. You know, we might have lost 3-1, but we played so well. We fought for each other. Uh, and there's just nothing at the, for me at, at the Tottenham game. You, you can pull some bits bits out of it and say, oh, I like that bit, I like that bit. But, you know, it, it, it just looked very flat. Andy Carroll scoring a goal was, was superb. And I just re- that's the one bit that I take out of that because that yeah. that man's just been awesome all season. He, he just absolutely seems to want to to fight for everything, you know, battles and runs his heart out. And I, I'm just glad he got the goal because yeah. you know he, he seems he is a bit lucky. A from looking at it from my side, I, mean, I watched it live on the stream and I I obviously saw it afterwards. He was a bit lucky. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, know, and, it's and a goal, and, and if it gives him the confidence to score more goals, then yeah. uh, then great. How about Defoe? What, what's your view on Defoe? Well, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I, I see again on Twitter, and I, I think it's yourself, Sean, saying you know, maybe we should move on and everything. Uh, you know, I, I certainly don't think we should ever ever move on. I don't think we should, again, go back to the racist side, be racist towards him, but I think he needs to know what it means 
to, to be a West Ham um, fan or, or come and play with us. You know, we never, ever give Tevez any, any dog. We never give uh, Anton or Real Ferdinand any dog or Julian Dix all those years ago when he went to Liverpool because you knew that was for, for those players they'd given their all. But when a bloke hands in a transfer request, he gets everything he deserves as far as I'm concerned. Now, all that said, he's a great goal scorer. You can't take that away from him. You know, uh, you know I'll, I'll give him dog's abuse all day long, but the man is a goal machine. Um, and really, I would have preferred AVB to stick to his principles and not play him. That would have done me fine on yeah, well, I, I like to think, you know, and I know that everyone thinks I'm wrong, that he was badly advised. He was 20 years old. I think his yeah. head got turned by an agent and he was badly advised. You yeah. know, and and uh, Joe Cole left that same yeah. season but didn't put in a transfer request. And, and he's hero worship, so... Yeah. You know, I, I know maybe there's a bit more Wouldn't history. Say hero with worship. I think he's hero worship. Well, he sure. gets a good reception when he comes back to the Bayern. Yeah, he does. He doesn't get. He was never going to sign he? his contract. He was going to play yeah. his contract out. And you know, and 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 Defoe is like called Judas, and and you know is, is demonised a bit like Paul Lintz. And I think, you know, all right, he did. I think Charlton fans have more rights. To, I don't know if you read um, to be angry with him. I don't know if you read what he said in the paper. He said he was an East End boy. He was born in the East End. Um, yeah. He was um, went through Charlton. He joined us at 17. He went through the remainder of the youth system and, and owes a lot to West Ham. And he tried to do a little bit of a piece like Frank Lampard in the paper to say, you know, I understand why I'm booed, but yeah. I'm still an East End boy. I still watch the West Ham results. And, you know, a part of me still was a soft spot for West Ham. And I know yeah. that's probably a little bit He didn't when he scored the first goal and come running over right in front well, of us. He came running back after. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. came back and turned anyway, around and put his hands in the air. Yeah, I know. I, I told you I'm in the minority. So let's, let's move on a little bit. So I understand. I heard uh, Gary Firminger, by the way, on. Uh, uh, I was listening to BBC London Sport and he'd given an interview just before the Tottenham game uh, and, and was saying, you know, about how well Big Sam was doing and, you know, he, he hoped that we were going to do really well, you know, especially as Tottenham had lost their last four games. I understand you write for Olas as well, don't you, Richard? Yeah, I do. There's, uh, there's uh, quite a few that write in there. Uh, the Welsh Dragon, I know quite well. I'll be travelling up with on Wednesday. It's, um, I've known Gary for for a lot of years, and I just I just think the fanzine is is a good way to just you know um, just promote your views and your feelings. And of course, uh, I always try and promote your podcast as well, just to get people to listen to it. Because I think it's it's interesting to see different different views. And, and Gary gives it gives it quite straight as well. He, like yourself, Sean, he says things that against the grain sometimes but actually make it uh, you know make a grain of truth so uh, so yeah but Gary Gary was going to chuck it all in wasn't he uh, last year obviously changed his mind do you think Olas is here to stay yeah I absolutely do Gary Gary wears his heart on his sleeve and everything and he won't mind me saying it he's a top bloke he's been doing it for years from that from that time that he was out on the main when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Away, you know, 16, 20 years ago, whenever it was, trying to sell the first issue. You know, he's been home and away, uh, even that little flurry into Europe with Jokovic and, and games like that that, you know, we went over with him. You know, he'll stick by it. Um, you know, he's got a lot of other little, you know, rods in the fire as well that he's doing. He, he's, he's big into his music um, and his DJing and, and his motorbikes and stuff. But, you know, Gary's West Ham through and through and everything like that. And, uh, I think he he's become part of the heritage, really. You know, stood on that box at the cross, you know, at the you know, at the Pelican Crossing every uh, Saturday, Sunday, whichever night it is. So uh, he's here to stay. Yeah, it is funny when wherever you go, all over the country, you're still <laughs> out the he's front. His little steps. So let, yeah. let's go for the normal questions. You you know the format. Yeah. What's a boy from Taunton doing supporting West Ham? Okay, so the boy from Taunton who was born in Sheffield, which makes it even more interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and supports West Ham. So it's my uncle's fault. Uh, my uncle is a big Sheffield Wednesday fan, and his son, my cousin Ian, uh, is a big Leeds fan. So he took me to Sheffield Wednesday v West Ham when I was six. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, unfortunately, was shitter than West Ham on the day, and I liked the style that West Ham played, and I got hooked uh, ever since. So um, I went to my first game um, at home when I was 14, my mum didn't know that I'd gone there because I obviously lived in the bottom end of Cornwall at that time. So I bunked onto a train and, and like everyone, I just absolutely love... I just love the West Ham fans and the way uh, their ethos uh, and just... It, it feels like a family to me. So, um, so yeah, it's a bit bizarre. Uh, 50% of me probably wishes it was Arsenal, Man U or Chelsea playing on that day. Um, but it was West Ham and I've been hooked. Yeah, well, we've all got a, a story like that. I mean, certainly you're very dedicated. I, I wouldn't. I was offered a box at um, Newcastle, and I wouldn't even go to offered a box. Uh, wouldn't even go to Newcastle. You're going to Man United tomorrow from Taunton, and so you know, fair play to you. And yeah, and I did the Newcastle game as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. shut up, Sean. Well done. <laughs> so uh, let's move on. Um, you know, we always ask the fan of the week for a question. Have you thought of a question for us? Football yeah, I have. Um, the, the question's quite simple. If, if there's one player in the Premier League that you dislike who plays for another team other than um, Tottenham, I'll give you that at the moment, who is it and why? Well, uh, other than the obvious, I guess. Yeah. Well, the most obvious for me is like, what's the Chelsea line? It's Ashley Cole, because he's. Uh, he's it's funny. A lot, a lot of, a lot of people just popped into my and play for Tottenham. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even realise. I think for me, it's, it's Cole and Terry. Yeah, I've probably well, have yeah, to say Terry. For Terry, but I can't now. But I guess he's kind of obvious. He's one of the obvious, I guess. But it's just, it's just. I don't know. I can't say particularly why. It's just the way he is. He just does my head in. Sean. 
Oh, now you put me on the spot. I've got to think. I don't hate anybody, you know. Oh. I, I dislike. Love don't need to hate. Dislike. Yeah. Dislike. Dislike. Um. Oh. You don't know. Do you? I'm trying to think of something <laughs> I dislike. George? Yeah, George. Oh, no, I'm going to have to go for Terry. I've just got to go for Terry. I can't stand Terry. Can't stand him. I don't know, though. No, it's... It's, there's, there's, it's got to be... It's, it's a London connection and then the Terry... Yeah, I don't know what it is Hatred. for him. I think, I think he's probably the most... Sean's still thinking. I'm still Premier thinking. League. I'm trying to think of someone who let us down at West Ham. How about uh, Stoke? Yeah. M- Matthew Upson. Oh, good shout. Yeah, Matthew yeah. Upson. It came to me at the end. Now, now you're talking Stoke, we're talking Hoof. Yeah, I, I knew you would bring up Hoof. See, now we're on Stoke. We've moved on to Stoke. We don't little... like Stoke. So, yeah, Matthew Upson. Steven mine. Gerrard for that goal in the cup final. Oh, good shout. <laughs> what yeah. would you be yours? It's Walters. It's Walters from Stoke. He, the man just annoys me by just walking on the pitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what it's just. It's like the irrational hatred of Luton. I just, I just dislike him. I just I want him to fail every time he comes on. But unfortunately, <laughs> he tends not to. So uh, that would be mine for definite. Excellent. 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 Well, you've been uh, guest of uh, more than just a podcast and fan, fan of, of the, the week. week. Uh, how can people contact you on Twitter? And what what name do you go by under Oles? Yeah. So it's uh, my Twitter is Richard Dodds at Dodsy thirty five. And on Olaz, you can read it. Uh, it's a taunt from Taunton, but also uh, have a read of the Welsh missionary because uh, he, he writes a good three or four pages and doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's got some funny <laughs> stuff in there. Excellent. I hope to see you at a game. You're, you're in the tr- Trevor Book in Lower, aren't you? Yeah, well, yeah so I'll, I'll make myself known. Like, yeah, so make right yourself known and George will buy you a beer. Cheers, Thanks, Richard. Cheers, Richard. Thanks. Cheers, mate. Bye. So that was Richard, uh, Richard Dodds, our uh, fan of the... From Somerset. That doesn't sound like a Somerset accent, does it? <laughs> and he's not from Somerset, he's from Sheffield. Yeah, cheers. Uh, move along. Nothing move to along. Here. So last week we played you part one of this interview. It is with the West Ham legend that is Alvin Martin. And tonight you get to hear part two. And here it is. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it's a dark Monday night. I don't know what Sky was thinking of when they, they had uh, West Ham and Stoke on a Monday night, but I guess they've all got to get a bite of the cherry. Yeah. Uh, but we have sold out. You know, there's only a few singles left tonight. So, you know, for, for a, a match that's on Sky, cold, wet, dark, you know, it's good that the fans are coming out to support right. West Ham. I, I just love night games at Upton Park. I just love them. Yeah. You know, the, uh, the, some of the, the biggest memories I've got are the night games. Yeah. Uh, I remember one particular quarter-final uh, would have been 1981, I think, against Spurs. Uh, there would have been, you'll have to look it up, because uh, I, I don't know how many people were there, but it would have been in excess of 40,000. And in the in the game, I remember standing in the actual tunnel when the old band used to be there. We used to have like a brass band that walked out with us, and they were all getting, getting in our way a lot of the time. But we went to go out, and the atmosphere was electric. There was a buzz, like, you know, that you couldn't hear each other. During the game, we were trying to communicate. You know, communication is a big part of football. You know, you just couldn't hear anyone who was like ten yards away from you. It was it was unbelievable. We won the game one nil. That was here we went on to uh, to get to the final of the league cup. But I remember them nights at Upton Park under the lights were always special for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you've read um, uh, the article in uh, in the Sun today by Alan Shearer talking about Big Sam. No, I didn't. No. So I mean, Alan's talking about that. Um, you know, that Sam's not all hoofball and longball, and it's a bit unfair, and it's about time. 
the West Ham fans sung his name. Uh, I mean, we did briefly sing his name. We sang Allah, Allah, Allah Dice, the, the tune of Paradise from Coldplay at the playoff final at Wembley. But I think uh, Alan's got a small point that we haven't been singing, uh, you know, Claret Blue Army like we would, you know, in the old days of yeah. Johnny Lyle. Um, I mean, what, what's your view on the whole hoofball and, you know, that, uh, you know, Big Sam's misunderstood, etc.? I think there's, there's no doubt about it. We do play direct. I think when you've got somebody like Andy Carroll, I think that's, that's going to be a strength of your team. So you have to play the ball up there to a certain degree. If, you see, if I had seen Andy Carroll um, with, with, and I could see his chest from 40 yards away, I would be looking to hit his chest and then knowing that he can bring it down and, and play people in. And that, If you can actually do that, that's hard to play against. I know as a, as a centre-half, if, if you're getting good quality service into somebody like Andy Carroll, and people are running off him. It, they, you have all amount of problems. So that, you know that's 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 a very good way of playing football. I think you know what they have done. I think they mixed it up a little bit. Um, I think you've got people like uh, Benny Yoon. I was pleased to see play against Manchester City. Mark Noble. They can pass and play the ball as well. But if you're going to play uh, for goals, then the obvious way to play with with, with Nolan actually joining and just playing off the front man is to hit quality. And the, the, the way he is quality ball into uh, into Andy Carroll. If you're just hoofing it up there and it's all fighting for the ball and whatever it is and you're just relying on set pieces and long throws, I think that can be a different ball game. You know, um, but I think overall, I think the, uh, the mixing up of the style has been okay this year. You know, long, long may it continue. I think they're playing with a lot of confidence. They're causing people problems. Uh, but I, I wouldn't judge Big Sam this early on in the season. I think what we've got to do is look where we are you know, into February, March, and they say, okay, where are we? Are the teams still playing with a lot of confidence? And, and are we still enjoying watching it? But at the moment, you've just said it, there's a sellout at Upton Park against Stoke, not one of the glamour teams. So we can't be doing that bad. Yeah, no, we're, um, we're enjoying watching it. And uh, I met Big Sam last Monday. I was at the Supporters Advisory Board. Uh, and Big Sam came as a surprise guest and did an hour question and answer. And, and I asked him, and I, well, I said, first of all, you weren't everyone's cup of tea, but everyone's warming to you. And, and the whole uh, room uh, applauded Sam for what he did last season, what he's doing this season. So I think, you know, it wasn't everybody's cup of tea when he was appointed, but I think everybody's warming to him yeah. uh, and think he's done a, a really good job. Well, I think it's better than coming in and doing well initially, and then um, and then and then falling away. Give me get same with the player. I'd rather a player come in and struggle initially, and then win the players, uh, win the fans and the players rounds because, uh, you know, that's that's longevity. That's that's the future. Football isn't about doing well for one season, though. You know, that's what I would say. Yeah. It's about doing well for five for ten for ten, ten seasons, and that's why you know you see a player do well for one year. Um, where is he going to be in three years' time? You know, the, the proper players are the ones that are there in ten. 12 years' time if they're lucky, and they've been producing it because I think when you produce a decent performance one season, the fans expect that level of performance the following season, and that's, that's the real challenge. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. So um, I, you've already mentioned you don't get to see West Ham very often. Um, you've, you've got two boys, haven't you, that are both footballers. Did they get the West Ham bug? Or, um, well, it was a strange thing. I, I, I sometimes regret, that's the one regret I've got with their careers, that, you know, that maybe if they'd have been at West Ham, um, they, they could have actually been further ahead than where they are at the moment. Uh, it was a, a catalogue of, of incidents that actually made them actually take a different route. Uh, there was things going on at West Ham, that, I think the satellite um, uh, coaching schools, and the, I think Tony Carr was, was having problems with, with a few, a few of the... The, uh, the satellites, I think they were called, um, sort of uh, structural, sort of like coaching sessions, and, and, and they just happened to, to go into Tottenham. No other bigger reason, really, than that, that, that all of the friends that they were with um, were, were also at Tottenham. So, you know, at that age of what ten, nine or ten, I think it was, it was easy for them to do that and to, you know, to, to go with their mates. So, you know, I didn't think that, to be fair, either of them were going to make it. I, you know, it's too early to say at nine and ten. 
but they ended up going to Tottenham, and it was a, it was a mistake really. I think if they'd have been at um, West Ham under Tony Carr and his coaches, I think that both of them would have um, certainly progressed a lot quicker than they have done now. I've still got great hopes for both of them. Mm. Dave's at MK Dons, he's played 200 games now, and uh, Joe was really starting to make a mark at Gillingham as an attacking left back. So. You know, I do feel that they've both got good futures in the game, but like I say, I do regret, that's the one regret, that uh, I wasn't able to get them under Tony Carr's um, stewardship at West Ham. Well, you never know. We might still, still see them in a West Ham shirt in the future. I'm touching wood as you say that. <laughs> right, uh, final question. Uh, obviously, the uh, proposed move to the Olympic Stadium is dragging on and on and on. Uh, we, we've been asking players, celebrities, and normal fans exactly where they sit with it, and it's, it's something that's been... Uh, you know, splitting the fans. Where, where do you sit in this whole debate on, on moving to the Olympic Stadium? Well, my initial reaction is, why? Um, unless the, the, the stadium is going to offer our fans the same sort of um, uh, viewing that they've got at Upton Park, so I think it's a unique uh, stadium that we've got. I understand some of the downfalls. You know, the, the downside is getting in and out of the ground. That's always been a pain, even when I was playing. So I understand that. But, you know, we've got corporate facilities. just built a new stand, the West Stand. Uh, the pitch is really close. The atmosphere, as I mentioned earlier on in the interview, is, is as good as it's certainly the best by far in London, in my opinion. And it goes some way to being in the top certainly five in the country for atmospheres. And I, I think we've always used that to, to, to good advantage. So there are lots of reasons to stay where we are. Now, if somebody can convince me that the Olympic Stadium is right from the fans' point of view, from the viewing point of view, from the financial point of view, where you know the, we're going to have a, a, a long term plan where the, where the club are going to own that stadium somewhere along the line, then fine. But at this moment in time, I haven't got all of the details of the new stadium, so while I don't want to be overcritical of the Olympic uh, Stadium sort of venture, I, until I've, I actually find out everything about it, you know, I wouldn't back it. I wouldn't back it, not until I'm absolutely certain that it's good for West Ham fans. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have that same view, and, and I, I believe, I, as I say, I sit on the, the supporter advisory board, um, and we have seen the plans, but I I agree, the quicker those plans can be made available to all, all fans um, after the decision's made, then I think then people can make a, an informed judgment after that time. Yeah, I, I definitely intend to, to, to look into the detail of the stadium and, 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 uh, and speak to people, West Ham fans I'm talking about now, about the, the, the integral issues that, that, that surround the stadium and the move from our our stadium where we are now. So I do intend over the, certainly over the next couple of months to, to, to pay a lot more attention to that. Excellent. Well, thank you for answering our questions. I know you're, you're on Talk Sport. Uh, you've joined Twitter at AlvinMartin58, if I'm correct. What, what other projects are you up to at the moment? I hear you're doing uh, a limited edition print for Billy Bonds. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, well, Billy has been an idol of mine, even though I played with him for, for a number of years, and he's somebody that I think when you talk about iconic stars uh, at all the, the respective clubs, Bill is mine, you know, there's no doubt about it. Uh, we had Bobby Moore, unfortunately, who's no longer with us, and then the next one for me is Billy Bond. So for about a year now, I've been working on a, a limited edition fine art print uh, of Billy, um, and it's, it really has come out beautiful. It's been painted by a, a really renowned artist called Lee Jones, um, and the, these limited edition prints are going to be on sale now in the next, well, hopefully before Christmas, from tomorrow um, and you know it's something that we're really pleased with I'm really proud of the way it's turned out OK and uh, where, where can fans get hold of that? They can get onto a website www.iconicsportsart.co.uk or they can call a number which is 0845 835 8666 and uh, 
it's a, like I said, it's a wonderful thing. I'm really proud of it. Hopefully, it's something that the West Ham fans will uh, will really enjoy looking at. Yeah, well, we'll certainly put that address and website on our uh, and phone number on our uh, Facebook page as well. Great. What what other projects are you up to at the moment? Uh, well, it's just mainly just I, I think watching the boys. I mean, obviously heavily in, like, as we all are into our families and watching the boys play. You know, every week now. Um, my daughter's just had a, a grandchild. Joe, my youngest one, just had a grandchild. Yeah, sorry, I've got just had two. Yeah, that was it. Grandchild. But like you know, that, that tends to to take a lot of time up. But I'm doing two or three days a week on on talk sports. The rest of it's all to do with the family, and uh, I'm just enjoying life. It's fantastic. I've spent quite a bit of time in Spain now uh, with my wife. So you know, from that point of view. If you'd have said to me when I was a skinny 16-year-old going into West Ham in 1974, this is where you're going to be when you're, you're 54, um, then I would have bitten your hand off. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Excellent. Well, you have been our West Ham legend on more than just a podcast. Thanks very much for talking to us, Alvin. Thanks, mate. Cheers. So that was West Ham legend Alvin Martin. Sean, what did you just say? <laughs> I was just asking John if whether he'd listened to Alvin Martin part one yet. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Do you I think did. it's good? A part yeah. one of the entry. Yeah. Are you looking forward to hearing part two? I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Excellent. Uh, Sean, do you want to give us a little update? So obviously well, the loan window shut last yeah, week. Yeah, it did, and we we sent a few boys out. Some of our promising boys. So did you thank Alvin for? This? Oh, thank, yeah, thank yeah. you, Alvin. Cheers, Alvin. Uh, you know, you're a gent and and one of our West Ham legends. Legends hit series. In fact, what I've done this week is uh, I've I've asked for a, a third West Ham legend to. Uh, interviewed for us and that is uh, Frank McAmeny so we are trying to get Frank McAmeny on we're also talking to Ray Winston but his agent said he's busy this year so we're going to try him again next year so we're lining up a few guests in the future for the fans by the fans Ooh, just yeah. completely proves even though point, doesn't one it? of them isn't a fan but it's not here yeah Sean so the loan window shut last week yeah well I started off I was looking at Ravel Morrison cracking volley goal on YouTube for Birmingham. I don't know if you've seen that. Well, I know yeah, you have because we just played just it. <laughs> and, and I thought, yeah, he looks really promising. Uh, you can see that on our Facebook group, yeah, which is oh. facebook.com <laughs> forward slash more than just a podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, we please go on our Facebook group. We're, we're, it's, we've only just started our Facebook group and uh, we've got a few people on it. But, you know, we know that lots of people listen to this podcast, you know, well over five thousand pa- uh, five thousand people a week. Thousand pounds, I wish. Five over five thousand five hundred, nearly close to six thousand people listen to this podcast. Thank every you week. for listening. By the way. Thank you for listening. Um, but yeah, go to our Facebook group if you have Facebook. Doesn't everybody? Uh, anyway, let's move on. Not so Dan, everyone. Dan Potts went to Colchester. Uh, he's on loan till the twenty second of December. But <laughs> they played MK Dons on his first debut, and he lost five one. Not a great start by him. But it do. Colchester did go down to 10 men, so um, hopefully uh, he'll get well. Rob Paul, of course, who's been on the bench late, Dumb has joined well, Birmingham. He? he came on second half. Um, now, they did lose 3-2, uh, but he did impress Birmingham. The manager said he did really well. He won us a penalty, won us a penalty, won Birmingham a penalty. Um, and he's already been said he's, he's very strong contender to be starting against Blackpool. Well done. Good, now, move, good move for him. Paul McCallum. Do you know Paul McCallum? Not personally, no. I've heard of him. Yeah, he's a striker, isn't he? So he went to Reese's old uh, club, AFC Wimbledon, who lost 3-1 to Morecambe, and he got sent off. Oh, dear. It's not very good on your debut, is it? No. So, um, But they're appealing, so... They are appealing. It might be okay. Yeah. And, and Blair... Tony. Uh, Blair... Turgut. Turgut. 
expecting for you to say that. Uh, he's gone to Bradford City. He was a sub, but didn't come on. So I think he'll get a little bit. And finally, not last but not least, Stephen Henderson. Now, as you know, he went off to Ipswich Town. He's been first choice keeper. And his debut had a shocker, didn't he? He, he did a have a shocker. But he's won a few men of the matches. But unfortunately, they're not doing too well. And they've cons- he's conceded. 14 goals in the last four matches, and that includes a 6 0 loss against Leicester and a 5 0 loss against Crystal Palace just oh in the dear. last few games. Oh dear. Oh Mick dear. McCarthy. I've got, yeah. I've got Leicester Give to win ball, that league. Ebanks, Blue, but ball, so, in But I think I'm Sam says, you know, nowadays. Um, that actually Reese's. That he's got to send the Academy boys out. They've got to learn their trade in the Championship and do well in the Championship before coming back into the team. Do, do you agree with that strategy, John? I don't disagree. It seems to have worked in the past for lots of people. So let's hope they do do well and come back to us and, and let's establish hope so. ourselves. Right. So next we have everyone's favourite jingle. I think part of the, uh, the podcast team. Uh, do you agree with that one? It is my. I favorite. love it. Here it is. We might need to change that to you, Twitter, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook time. time. And we've just turned on uh, the QPR game and, and found out that Robert Green is in goal. I'm sure when I was listening to Talk Sport earlier and the team news came through that Cesar was starting. Mm. Was he? So maybe I'm sure he's maybe injured he's then. Injured. Maybe he come off injured. Anyway, uh, I, I asked the question earlier on Twitter, which is, what did you think of the Spurs game? Is there anything we can learn about it on or off the pitch? Uh, most of them aren't questions. They are statements. So Jonathan uh, Jordan Wesley 1 says, um, a small minority of sick people can tarnish the whole club and its fans. It's sick. Um, and then Carnage 74 says, Jermaine Defoe is more, Defoe is more, than, more of a cretin than I thought. Um, Big End I haven't got my glasses on 20 says it's a terrible day for all of us and a small minority of fans let us down on the pitch we were totally outplayed every week every single player has to be on his game from the start or it's going to be a long hard season do you agree with that? no well, every player's got to be on their game, every game. No, no, I don't agree with that. They do when we play the big teams. It's going to be a long, hard few weeks. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're going to talk about predictions When we come to Christmas, it's going to be telling because we've got all these games leading up. We've got Liverpool and Everton as well to play. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, we've got Jesse, West, West Brom away Friend well. of the podcast, Jesse1965, uh, says, deeply saddened by our fans' behaviour. We, we are better than that. And finally... Uh, Michelle Wynn 99 says, as a Jewish West Ham fan, don't our fans know David Gold and Yossi are Jewish too? I would like to beg our fans to stop racism. And uh, we're in there on Twitter question time. But you have some Facebook. Yes, so before we start recording the podcast tonight, I just put a quick thing out on Facebook and asked the fans if they thought we could maybe nick a draw tomorrow night at Old Trafford. And you may have had some replies on Twitter as well, did we not? Oh, I haven't seen it on Twitter. Um, Britain Rowe commented on our Facebook page at more than facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast, saying, I think Sam has our defence solid enough to put a draw on anyone, surely more than the Grant days and dropping points in the final minutes. 
I think we could nick a draw or maybe a win if we're playing well. At the end of the day, I'd say one all, but reality tells me we will lose 2-1. Dean McBride said, I hope so, with Carroll grabbing his first goal in Spurs match. Hopefully he can get another. Uh, he asks us, what did we make of the goings-on in the crowd at the match? Well, we've talked about that for a lot of the podcast, so hopefully we've already answered your question, Dean. Um, and Luke Stoneman has a question for you, Sean. All right. He says, Sean, are you the bloke from the in-betweeners, in brackets, the one with the glasses? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like him. <laughs> yeah, true. Is that Will? He, but in the, yeah, but Will gets the girl at the end. If you've seen in between as the movie, he gets well, the blonde. If you haven't, girl. yeah. If you haven't seen the bother. Movies, I've just spoiled the whole punchline <laughs> of the film, which he does get the girl. So I'm happy to be uh, to be Will. Yeah, I am Will. Or was it Pete Bill? Uh, Ian, Bill. Ian, Ian Bill. Ian Bill. Anyway, let's go to predictions because we are yeah, we're, we're overrunning we've literally, them. Literally, we've got thirty seconds. Right, so okay. predictions so for Man United and Chelsea. Uh, I'm going to go for a nil-nil at Man U and an ambitious one-nil with Andy Carroll for Chelsea. Uh, same sort of thing as Tottenham. They think we can do it if we're good and they're bad, and it won't be their cup final. So I think we're going to win one-nil tomorrow. And Chelsea nil-nil. I think we'll. Draw tomorrow and beat Chelsea. Hammer, fine. What do you mean? Oh, Chelsea. score. 2-0. Uh, All right. I would really love to get Nil-nil on uh, Man U. Oh, let's, sorry, let's just win them both 2-0. Oh, Thank yeah. you for We're listening to more of the podcast podcast. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Well, no. Look, all right. This and and Diemetetta. This and and Diemetetta. This and and Diemetetta. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, ninety-six percent replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a thirty-night guarantee. Plus, get fifteen percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.